This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. China is cementing its dominance in the global EV race. According to auto analyst Michael Dunn from ZozoGo, an estimated 10.5 million EVs were built and sold globally in 2022. And the vast majority of those were in China, which accounted for 6.7 million of them. That was more than all the other regions combined. Europe accounted for 2.5 million, and the U.S. only built and sold 925,000 EVs. And as for global EV penetration goes, European countries dominate the list of the top 20 countries, especially the Scandinavian nations. 86% of all car sales in Norway in 2021 were EVs. It was followed by Iceland, Sweden, Denmark, and Finland to round out the top five. While the U.S. ranks 19th in terms of EV market penetration rates at just 5%, Japan didn't even make the list of top 20 countries. And speaking of EV sales in the U.S., a new survey from Deloitte found that more car buyers are interested in purchasing an EV, but the lack of affordability is the top concern for a majority of Americans. Nearly 7 in 10 of those looking to buy an EV expect to pay less than $50,000 for their next vehicle. And while EV prices are trending higher, the intent to purchase one, including hybrids and plug-in hybrids, is up 9% compared to a year ago. At the same time, the intent to purchase an ICE vehicle dropped to 62%, from 68%. Globally, China ranks number one in consumer interest in BEVs. 27% of buyers intend to purchase one, which is 10 points higher than last year. Rivian struggled to ramp up production last year, and not surprisingly, the EV startup fell just short of its production targets. The company was aiming to produce 25,000 vehicles, but ended up building just over 24,000 units and only delivered a little over 20,000 of them. In the fourth quarter, it built more than 10,000 vehicles and delivered around 8,000. Wall Street wasn't impressed, and the company's stock tumbled 6% yesterday. But Rivian wasn't alone. Tesla also missed its delivery targets, and its stock dropped 12%. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Even in its transition to electric, Volkswagen is not giving up on sedans. Previewed as the ID Aero concept, a camo version of the ID7 made its debut at CES as it works its way towards production. Like most electric sedans, the ID7 has a fast back rear end and almost no trunk lid to speak of, which improves aero. And that helps this EV achieve a driving range of up to 700 kilometers or 435 miles based on the WLTP test cycle. The interior is a slight evolution from other ID models 
and features a new 15-inch center display, a small screen for the driver, and a head-up display with augmented reality. The series production version of the ID7 will make its debut in the second quarter of this year. As far as we know right now, the electric sedan will be made in Germany for the European market and in China by its two joint venture partners, but no word on the U.S. yet. Chrysler is going to launch its first EV in 2025 and is showing off what some of its interior tech might look like. The synthesis concept is a two-seat demonstrator that could be broken up into three main categories, Stella Smart Cockpit, Stella Brain, and Stella Auto Drive. The cockpit is basically the infotainment system and also enables shopping and payment services through its huge 37.2-inch display screen. The Brain runs on centralized computing to control 30 modules inside the vehicle and allows for AI tech that adapts to the user over time, OTA updates, and even a virtual personal assistant. An auto drive should be pretty self-explanatory. It's a level three system that enables hands-free driving. By 2028, Chrysler expects to have a full battery electric portfolio. Is the Tesla Model Y an SUV? How about the Ford Mustang Mach-E? Well, it seems even the feds are confused. The IRS released the full list of EVs that are eligible for the new $7,500 tax credit, and in some cases the Model Y is being treated like a sedan, and all models of the Mach-E are treated like sedans. To qualify for the credit, an electric truck and SUV can't cost over eighty grand and $55,000 for all other vehicles. To be classified as an SUV, the IRS looks to go by weight, but that still doesn't explain why some versions of the Model Y don't qualify for the higher limit. Same goes for the Mach-E, but other vehicles with less range and space than the Model Y do qualify for the higher limit, so it's a bit confusing. However, you can help clear this up. The government is taking public comments on the new rules right now. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. While companies like Ford and Volkswagen have backed away from developing autonomous vehicles, others are forging ahead. Chip maker NVIDIA and Taiwanese contract manufacturer Foxconn are forming a partnership to develop self-driving platforms. Foxconn will build the electronic control units for the vehicles based on NVIDIA's Orin chip that's designed for connected and autonomous vehicles. And remember, Stellantis has a partnership with Foxconn for its interior tech. And speaking of chip makers, Qualcomm unveiled a new chip that can handle both advanced driver assistance and cockpit functions. The features were previously handled by separate chips, and Qualcomm says it can help cut costs because it reduces the amount of memory needed and the number of components. The new chip, called Snapdragon RideFlex SoC, is scheduled to go into production in 2024. 
Qualcomm has steadily been building its automotive business and says it has $30 billion worth of orders in the pipeline. And remember also that GM has a deal with Qualcomm to use Snapdragon in both its Super Cruise and Ultra Cruise features and its interior infotainment system. A new electric motorcycle is coming to town, and it's called the Verge TS. And the big news here is that it uses an electric hubless motor to drive the rear wheel. There's several versions available, with power ranging from 107 up to 201 horsepower. Those provide 0 to 60 times of 4.5 seconds down to 2.5 seconds. With no need for running gear and the motor mounted in the rear wheel, Verge says it cleared up more space for the battery pack. It features up to a 20.2 kilowatt hour battery, which is more than the live wire at 15.4 kilowatt hours, and the top zero electric motorcycle was 17.3 kilowatt hours. The Verge pack provides a range up to 233 miles, but we also suspect there's a smaller battery because there's a version that's rated at 155 miles of range. The company says it's currently working on entering the U.S. market and hopes to start sales this year. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for making AutoLine part of your day. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.